Hey there, are you fired up? Well, I sure am. Today I've got Steve on the line with me and we're gonna be talking about having a good work-life balance. So stay tuned and let's get fired up. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Okay, so Steve and I are on our way to dinner. Are you excited, babe? Oh, yes, I'm excited. And uh, I'm going to try not to say babe so much because the last one I said it way too many times, love. So I'm not going to do that. So we're going to talk about work-life balance. And I've got to be honest as far as work-life balance. How do you feel that we do in that area? I think we work way too much. I think so too. But what do you think the reason is for that? Um, you know, I probably should rehearse these questions before I do a podcast, I guess is what I'm doing. Because I don't, um, not good under pressure like this. I, um, we work hard because when we were kids, we didn't get enough and we were told we had to work for everything we wanted. At least I did. So that's why I started, I quit sports and started working. Ah, so just to let you know, he didn't even know what this, what the subject was going to be of this podcast and we're actually in the car. So it sounds a little bit, might not sound as perfect as normal, but that's okay. So yeah, I think that is, that is true. You know, Steve and I both were, were raised kind of, um, on the poor side. He actually was raised by a, a single mom. How old was your dad, babe, when he left? How old were you? I was three. I was three when my father left. And so Steve was three when his father left. So he, his mom didn't have a lot of money. So they were raised, you know, pretty much on the very, very poor side. Back then, as, as old as he is, and what his, what his mother's age was, it wasn't really normal to be divorced. And so um, she worked really, really hard, and they didn't have a whole lot of stuff. Tell us about the stories about Christmas, what happened. <clears throat> well, at Christmas, I would, um, I'd always get to make a list like normal kids would. And so I would make a list of, you know, probably 30 or 50 things that I wanted. And I was lucky if I got like the last, I don't know, seven, maybe. I didn't get anything I wanted, anything cool, no green machines. Uh, you didn't have a green machine, babe? No. no, I had a big wheel until the front wheel split because I rode it so much because I loved it. And I never got another one. So his mom loved him like crazy. Let's just put that out there. But they, she did. She couldn't afford it. I mean, she did not have the money. So we were both kind of raised. Um, you know, I know you kind of know my story. But when I was when I was living with my parents, my dad worked two jobs. My mom could stay at home, and we actually had a really good life. We we really really did. We weren't by any means rich. We weren't probably quite didn't have quite as uh, we probably had more money than Steve's family, but we didn't have a ton. So we were pretty frugal. Like, if you got to go to McDonald's, you were absolutely stoked. Wednesday. McDonald Wednesdays were great. My mom would... Yeah, she wouldn't eat, but we would eat. And then if... As I got older, she said she stopped liking going there because I started eating all my meals. Because she would always eat everything we didn't eat. She would eat the extras. Because she only had enough to take my sister and I. Oh, but what was on Wednesdays? They were cheaper? No, it was just... 
uh, she'd pick us up from a babysitter, me and my little sister, and we would go there as a treat. And we wouldn't have to eat quiche and, sorry mom, just all kinds of bad stuff that she would cook with no salt, no butter, and everything else. So his mom, um, she was a very bland cooker. And if you know me, I'm about sauce and spices and butter, and <laughs> I love cooking like that. So. Way better. <laughs> but a big adjustment for him. Okay, so we both, um, we are probably not the best people to give advice on work-life balance, but we still do a lot of fun things together. And, and so talking a little bit about work-life balance, I think you have to really consider the, the marriage aspect of it. And I think that's one of, the, one of the things that Steve and I both really, really excel at is that we both work a lot and Steve loves to be busy. In fact, it's difficult for me to be married to him because I'm actually pretty pretty darn busy and I love to be doing stuff, but he is even worse. And like during the week, he'll actually sleep until 7.15, but come Saturday, he's up at like 5.30 a.m. I'm thinking, babe, I want to snuggle and maybe a few other little things and he's, he's on his way to go wash the, you know, wash the house or, you know, fix the, the boats or do whatever it is that he's doing. Um, so I kind of lost my, my train of thought there, babe. Help me out. Uh, you're just saying how we work too much and we just like to stay busy. It's just what we do. I mean, yes. So when he goes to do his little tinkering, then what I, what do I do? I get up and I work. Um, I've been trying lately really, really hard to not work on the weekends as much because I know how important it is to, to really, to really, um, relax and have downtime and you're also more productive. So I've been really, really trying to do that. But with him, like when he doesn't necessarily go to work, but he'll just go to the, to our, our office building and he'll tinker and he'll clean and he'll organize. And he just feels like he's just gotten so much done, but we always, always come back together. And that puts me to our strength. So one of the things that I believe that we are very strong at is our relationship. And he's shaking his head right now. And uh, we both have this, this kind of this, this covenant with each other where we like to over serve each other. And I, and I'll tell you what, it serves our marriage so well, and it also helps every aspect of, of, of our relationship. Um, Steve does like to be busy, and he likes to work, but if I say, hey, babe, I need you, he will drop everything at any time to be with me. So maybe we shouldn't talk, be talking about work-life balance because we're not the best examples of that, but we are really great about our, our marriage. Yes, yes, we always spend time. We always make time for each other. And we always do things, just little things to make the other person know that, that they're, they're important. I mean, Steve is the most important person in my life. And, um, you know, clean your window. You're, I need to clean your window really bad. I didn't wipe it very good. <laughs> he, he, he cleaned my car for me this weekend and filled it up with gas. Um, I don't like having to clean my car, get my gas. So he does it for me. And those are the little things that we do, right? Like he loves to do things for me. He shows his affection and his love by doing things for me, helping me. I mean, I know that I can call this man. I don't care how busy he is, what he's doing any time of the day or night. And he will drop everything for me. And I think you know the same about me, don't you, babe? Yeah. Yeah. If you're not in a podcast or doing a video and I'm trying to clean. I think that was our daughter just drove by us. Was that her? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Um, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll always meet me. you always take care of me. you always do stuff. But you are a busy woman. You got a lot of, I mean, you're, you're busy. You got a lot of appointments daily. You, you got, you, I mean, you can't be sick. You got to be there. You got to do your stuff. I don't get sick very often. Who gets sick more, me or you? Uh, me. Yeah. I a lot more. Uh, yeah. As I, once this year, I think. Oh, it's a lot more than once anyways, but, um, he, he, I, I don't tend to get very sick very often, but when I do, I get really, really sick. So over serve your mate. I mean, doing little things like, um, I remember for a while, you know, I, I we always bring water to the room and Steve will make sure that it was water on the side of my bed and the cap was, was off. And 
I noticed one time it was a couple like a week or so where he didn't do it. And I was like, babe, like you haven't been getting my my water and with the little cap. That, you know, I love when you do that. And so every single night now he makes sure that I have a water on the side of my bed with the cap with the cap put off. Just little things like that when he does it, it makes me smile. And I think that if in order to have a good relationship that you need to remember to do the little things that make someone else smile and learn to over-serve each other, learn to over-deliver. If you're having problems in your relationship, the be- what's I know my solution to the best, to how to improve the relationship, but what would you say, babe? Maybe to the guys out there. If someone's having trouble right now in their relationship, what's the best way to improve it? Trouble? What do you mean? Not getting along with their spouse? They're not getting along with their spouse. They're, maybe they're not even as in love as they used to be. They think it's hopeless. What would your advice be? Uh, just do the things you used to do when you first met them and just go out of your way show you care do things to help them have an easier life and if they're busy like you and you're always busy then just do the little things that help you succeed and make it more convenient for you to 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 live i guess i i don't i don't know that's really good advice do the things you did back before when you first met and do the things to make people's lives easier easier i'll tell you something if you want your marriage to be better or if you're having a marriage that's difficult or your partnership the best way to make it better is by not worrying about what the other person is doing and realizing that if you just change your behavior and become a better spouse a better partner a better wife that it will start getting better over time um and we've had we've had our 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 share of you know ups and downs wouldn't you say babe in our relationship Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's been times when you thought I was selfish or I wasn't doing stuff right and I was spending too much time with my race car or I was working too much because I had to or I mean, there was all kinds of stuff, but uh you got to have balance and you taught me that. You got to have balance. So, when I give you enough of me, then you um then you you do everything for me and then I do it for you and it's just like we just do too much for each other, it seems like, you know. I love that doing too much for each other, but you can never do too much for each other. That's how it gets better. And I think with if you're a man out there listening to this, women need, I think, attention and time. Like for me, it doesn't take a lot, but if, if I ever feel like I'm not getting his attention or his time, I start to kind of like maybe be a little cray cray, huh? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You let me know when my balance is out of balance, um, for sure. Steve loves hobbies. He loves to race. He loves to. Um, what do your hobbies love? I pretty much clean. Um, he used to be a dirt bike rider, and thank goodness he stopped doing that because he, he crashed one time and hurt his uh, his meniscus, and then had to be down and out for a while. So I was I told him, "Hey, you need a cage." And so he decided to just casually start racing. And of course, you know what that means if you're listening and you're competitive. There's nothing about casual. He wants to be number one, be the best, best engine, best everything. And with that being said, he does these races called like Lemons or Lucky Dog. And it's it's like you have this old beat up hoopty that you race like all day long. And it's really cool to be number one and not to let your car break down. But it just, did it break down last time? It did, broke down. It did. It actually did break down. But um come this year uh it's not going to break down no more so 2020 from here on out the motor's not going to break no more we figured it out so so this is why last last week we did when i was in bed and i we did the podcast off the off the blue and steve was actually um working on he was looking at race cars and i was doing the podcast and kind of brought him in and i i said babe will you do that for me and he, he's like uh no <laughs> and i'm all okay i'm just gonna make him did it anyway yeah pretty much did it anyway 
and you're such a trooper in a sport. So that's an idea of over-serving somebody. So Steve could have been a butthole and just said, don't do this. I'm not doing it. But instead he played along. He knows it's important to me. So that's something he's over-serving me. So what are the things that I do for you that over-serves you? How do I, how do I serve you? Besides being awesome in the sack. You do everything for me. I mean, you are just, somebody had trained you to be so great somehow. I don't know. You just, uh, I don't know. I'm just happy to come home to you every night. I just love everything you do. Um, I mean, I could just start naming all kinds of stuff and just be random, but I, I'm just telling you, I, I like everything you do for me. Well, name some little things just so the guys out there might get some advice and know how to make their wife happy and vice versa. Steve gives his relationship tips, so come on back in 60 seconds. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, can I get real with you real quick? Think about this. What would three more clients in the next 30 days mean to your real estate or lending business? It would mean more financial freedom, more time, and you'd be able to finally breathe financially. But let me ask you, what are you doing different to actually get a different result? Are you doing the exact same things you've always done and getting the same results? Well, I think it's time to try something new, and I've got your answer. I want you to go to www.3clientsin30.com slash podcast now and sign up. You're going to be working with me for the next 15 days, and I'm going to give you relevant strategies that will absolutely change your business. We've had multiple agents and lenders across the country pick up as many as six clients just during this 15-day challenge alone. So don't hesitate. Don't wait. Learning is great, but if you don't actually apply, then it means nothing at all. So visit 3clientsin30.com slash podcast right now, and I can't wait to see you there. Well, you cook for me. I mean, you make sure I'm always fed. You take care of me in the morning. You give me... What do I do for you in the morning? You make ginger shots for me because it's good for my stomach. Uh, you make uh, probiotics for me because you know it's good for my stomach. You... I try to get him to go to the gym, but it doesn't happen very often. But however, tomorrow he is going to the gym because he doesn't have a car. So he has to go to the gym in order to get a ride to work. I'm going to the gym tomorrow for sure. I appreciate that. <laughs> but he still looks good. The thing about him is he doesn't, he doesn't need to work out. So we're going to get back to you on the uh, original reason we were going to do the podcast, which is a work-life balance. Because I mean, I will say, though, even though you know we both work a lot, we still have balance because we still spend weekends together. Weekend before last, we went to um, Sacramento. Yeah, old Sacramento for my birthday and spent the whole weekend there. Um, last weekend, I didn't work. I'm with my best friends for their birthdays. But you worked all weekend. Not really work, but what would you do? I got a bunch of race car stuff done. I hung out with my son. I cleaned the second property, your office. And I took care of my chickens. Oh, we have chickens. And you they're laying eggs in random spots all every over day, the property. Every day there's a chicken on my barbecue. So where are they laying them now? They lay the egg. One chicken lays the egg in a box on the barbecue. Chicken doesn't know it's not supposed to walk on the barbecue, but it does walk on the barbecue. So... We don't want the chicken to become fried chicken. So <laughs> anyways, everyone, over-serve each other. If you're having trouble in your marriage and you want to make it better, think about things that you can do to make the other person smile. Don't worry about them doing things in return. Eventually they will. And if you aren't having trouble in your marriage but want to be happier, want to be more fulfilled, start serving each other. I will tell you, and I know Steve is the same, that when our relationship, when we're having one of the, the down days or two, one or two down days in the month, like I don't, I don't perform as well at work. I'm not as happy. It eats me up. But when we're good, 
everything else is good because he's my rock and he's the main person. Do you feel like that too, babe? Tell me about that. Like when we're not, when we're having a, an off day, what happens with you? Yeah, if you're mad at me or we're not getting along, it's a horrible day, actually. It's a horrible work day. It's a horrible hobby day. It's a horrible day, period. So, yeah, I need to connect with you. And when I do, it's everything's great. I love you. Love you, too. <laughs> okay, everyone, make it a great day. And a little random, these are just little bonus tips and tricks on the real uncensored uh, life with me and my hubby. And anything we can do to add value to you, we want to do. And uh, we really, really mean that. And Steve, he's, he, if you knew him, he's very, very introverted. When you put him one-on-one, he's amazing. And he'll do anything and for anyone. He's so great about that. But he's not loving being in the limelight. But I have to say, I am so proud of you. You did awesome. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> have a great day, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, can I get real with you real quick? Think about this. What would three more clients in the next 30 days mean to your real estate or living business? It would mean more financial freedom, more time, and you'd be able to finally breathe financially. But let me ask you, what are you doing different to actually get a different result? Are you doing the exact same things you've always done and getting the same results? Well, I think it's time to try something new, and I've got your answer. I want you to go to www.3clientsin30.com slash podcast now and sign up. You're going to be working with me for the next 15 days, and I'm going to give you relevant strategies that will absolutely change your business. We've had multiple agents and lenders across the country pick up as many as six clients just during this 15-day challenge alone. So don't hesitate. Don't wait. Learning is great, but if you don't actually apply, then it means nothing at all. So visit 3clientsin30.com slash podcast right now, and I can't wait to see you there. Come back and join us five days a week, every Monday through Friday. And be sure to check out kristamayshore.com backslash podcasts for free downloads and resources.